Hello and welcome to Broken Mind and Growing Confidence. This is Claire Edelston from Positive Life Workshops and this is funded by the National Lottery Community Fund thanks to the government. Hello, this week's episode we've got an interview with Claire Standen, the independent single mum. Hi Claire, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself and what you do and then we can have a bit of a chat and go from there. Great, so yeah. So I am Claire, Claire Standen, and uh, I run my own company called The Independent Single Mum. So that all started obviously when I became a single mum, only it didn't quite start then really, uh, because I was really struggling, (laughs) as so many single mums do, because it's such an upheaval. It's like basically starting your life again but with one or more little people in tow, you know, relying on you to be emotionally stable, be financially stable, you know, all of the things you're really not perhaps at that time. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I struggled for a little while, but I guess I've always been somebody who's quite solution focused. I wouldn't have termed it that way before. Yeah. But essentially I started thinking, okay, surely it doesn't have to be this hard like this is awful <laughs> yeah I, I it can't have to be this hard so you kind I of started... fall into that thinking don't you though at first yeah. I think it's very easily to fall into that thinking and I think what you've done is you've kind of thought about it but you've not stepped into it and you've kind of gone right. on to do, to do what you're about to say now aren't you so you've kind yeah, of yeah well that's actually kind of absolutely key because I think one of the things is to remain in a slightly, you know, wider perspective than just like living in the story. Because, uh, you know, for a while I lived in the story of like the victim, you know, (laughs) and then I just kind of realized that wasn't serving me. Yeah. Not totally normal, but definitely not serving me. And, you know, I wasn't like creating the kind of life I wanted. Yeah. So, so I, I basically accessed something called neuro-linguistic programming which you might have heard of NLP yes. mm-hmm. uh, coaching although I think it was kind of billed as hypnotherapy sort of a mix and essentially like three sessions completely changed my life you know they changed my outlook they changed my idea of what was possible for me everything absolutely everything and it didn't even you know it wasn't only about what I thought it had been about, which was kind of being free of like the victim mentality in in a relationship with an ex. But this spanned across my entire life. It spanned across parenting stuff and across where I thought I would be able to get to in terms of aspirations in, in, at that time, a job, but then it became business, you know? And it was just so fundamentally transformational for me of an opportunity to happen at that particular time that I began, you know, very quickly decided that this was something that I needed to be very aware of my process in and then bring to other single mums. Yeah. I think um, with the quickness, so three sessions of the NLP, is, is that, that's hardly anything. So basically in, the, in those three sessions of NLP, you have discovered and kind of found what it's taken me years to do myself so I've stepped back and kind of done all these things bit by bit and looked into what I kind of learned from this and what I've done from that but this the NLP sounds like it's kind of really allowed you to kind of like just open up straight away because three sessions so if someone said to me I've been counseling for three sessions and I feel fantastic I'd be like 
who's that counsellor? That's the weirdest thing right. I've ever heard because I kind of, it, well, if people go counselling, they kind of want to continue that relationship with a counsellor and feel like they need to talk about it. And that's what I try and say to people when you kind of use like the NHS services and the therapy services that are provided in the medications, they're right sometimes, but, but other times you better kind of not going over that and reliving it. You better kind of moving on. And this sounds like that kind of allowed you to do that within three sessions, which is fantastic really, isn't it's, it? It is. It's a huge focus on moving on. And I've, I've had people come to me and, you know, I mean, in, in the kind of rhetoric out there, what is, what is seemingly available to people and what often happens, you know, when, when single mums just start their journey is that they'll go to their GP and of course, they're having huge upheaval in their life and they'll be prescribed either with antidepressants or with like anti-anxiety medication. And actually, as a person, very quickly, I realized that what I really wanted to do was to feel <laughs> and that's, what was going on yeah. and, and dig into it yeah. so that I could be free of it in the future. Because it's not easy. Like the path is not easy. And uh, you know, it's a fight, isn't it? A fight with yourself, basically. Right. And who's going to lose that one? You know, <laughs> it's always going to be you. It's, so, yeah. yeah. But who's going to win? It's always going to be you winning as well. So it is. And it is. Mm-hmm. It's, if you can kind of, if, you, if you're going to lose, you are going to be on that negative cycle. But if you, if you think you can win and you know you can win and you focus on winning, mm-hmm. then you're not thinking about the negative stuff. And that's kind of where it comes in, isn't it? It's all... Yeah. yeah, I love it all. <laughs> it makes me feel yeah, good. it's it's absolutely fascinating. And yeah. so, um, you know, I, I think there are different routes for different people. You know, if the focus is always on what's gone before, then it's a little bit like trying to drive a car at high speed, which is kind of what life feels like when you're going through divorce and separation and buying, you know, or moving into new houses or, you know, and, and still trying to look after the kids while looking in the rearview mirror you know and if you do that it's like this inevitable crash that's going to happen so you know when I've carved out and it used to be that I really didn't have much time at all because I was in in a very low paid job that meant that I had to really work every hour that I didn't have the kids you know and I had very very little time to myself but what time I did have I devoted to like personal development training courses learning what I could learn reading you know sometimes just purely inspirational stuff you know I think that place that stuff has a huge place for people going through a hard time well kind of my experience is I I worked in mental health on the mental health wards for 19 years wow right I had my own experience where I had to use those wards so I, I I kind of that kind of came from my relationship and what was going on within the that and obviously I knew what I needed to do to get away from that was to leave my husband, to start doing things I enjoy, to start yeah. discovering who I was. I knew that in the back of my mind. So I wanted to escape to the point where I kind of felt suicidal and I just felt yeah. trapped. But it was only looking back on that and seeing how far I came after that. It wasn't when the NHS helped me and when I was on the medication. It was when, it was when I had that, yeah, you need to go. You, you can't keep yourself in this situation forever because you're not happy, you're not enjoying it, and you're just numbing everything with medication. 
and that's not what I want not what I wanted I wanted to be able to meditate I wanted to be able mm. to and be creative and when you're on them kind of medications you can't do it because you just there's nothing there and mm. I just it's this is something that I've kind of I've personally found it hard to step back from because I've been at the NHS for 19 years it's kind of like things should be done this way should things should be done that way so if someone comes to me I'll be I'll always kind of say well if you're really bad go to the doctors and get you make sure you're right. on meds so I kind of that release of like not being able to say I did this and that helped me that's what mm. that's my process and what I'm getting up to with the podcast really so the more I talk about these things and the more I talk about things like like we said what you what's helped you what's helped me if one person hears this and that gives them the courage to kind of even just look into this and plant mm-hmm. that seed that mm-hmm. there is a better thing out there there's that you don't have to kind of live on that I think you said a corridor in your website mm-hmm. and I thought that was a really good description of it because yeah there are other things outside that corridor you're you right. in it and I think mm-hmm. that's a really good analogy because when you're in that relationship no matter what's going on if you're not happy you're just kind of going and you're not being you're not living mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. is giving yourself that power to step out and find what you want and then the courage because you are going to be unhappy at, at, at the initial breakdown that's normal mm-hmm. it's normal you're going to be happy you're unhappy you're going to be lost you're going to be like wondering who you are wondering how you're going to put food on the table in a panic mm-hmm. and it is it's just yeah it's just giving somebody that passion to say yeah I can do it and I've got the power to do it within within me and helping them find the way really isn't it it's nice I really think so and I'll tell you what was really um, a huge step for me it was it was like an accidental thing that happened uh, when I was still in my marriage my daughter went to yoga classes right because at that time it was about the, the kids got what they needed and I absolutely didn't as a person, you know, so there's my daughter going to yoga classes and I would have loved to have gone, but you know, it, yeah. it wasn't something that I was doing for myself. And my, my daughter's yoga teacher was the most amazing inspirational woman called Fee, uh, Fee Monroe, who later became a very good friend, but at that time was just my daughter's yoga teacher. And she was in um, a BBC documentary called A Time to Live. And they had basically followed 10 people with terminal uh, cancer diagnoses uh, who had made made a decision that this was like a turning point for them and they were going to really start to enjoy life in various different ways. Um, And Fee was one of those people. She'd retrained as a yoga teacher. She'd really changed her life, her diet, her mentality, everything, you know, Um, and sadly is no longer with us. I went to my friend's house because I don't have a TV to watch this documentary. And it was interesting anyway, because, you know, Fee was semi-famous and like watching her, you know, and knowing her yeah. and stuff, that was cool. But I was sort of sideswiped by another story in that documentary. And it was a woman who had been diagnosed and given six months to live. And when she went home, she sat on the sofa opposite her husband and she thought, if I have six months left to live, am I going to spend it with this man that I'm not happy with? Mm. And I sat there and it, honestly, <laughs> I, it hit me like a wall and I went home and I thought, you know, I'm sitting there opposite my husband thinking, what am I actually waiting for? You know, will it take a cancer diagnosis for me to admit that I don't want to be here in this relationship? Yeah. 
you know you can't, you can't, you can't wait. I'm not waiting I'm not waiting life is for living yeah, yeah. Um, I think definitely sometimes you kind of come across these things really at the right time I really yeah. do believe that that you kind of you was meant to see that that program and you was meant to kind of kind of get that courage there from that story and I, I yeah. really believe that these things do happen and I think it's just kind of allowing ourselves to kind of go with it when we feel it when we do feel it it's not mm. Mm. it's not anything it's because that's going to make you happy right yeah, you will you will be scared to do it yeah but it's because it's going to be difficult but once you get over the difficulty it, it's mm. going to be amazing and it is it's mm -hmm. just that it's that fight with yourself again isn't it it's that fight with the yeah yeah I can do it I can and get over the other side well I think that's the thing about NLP it's basically you know it's the modeling of excellence but really what they did was model excellent therapy that really helped people and draw out the elements of that and and build it into you know this new form of sort of therapeutic uh, work with people and I've I've worked in the last year and a half a lot with veterans um, you know who have diagnoses of PTSD yeah and I, I whenever I'm talking about post-traumatic stress I always drop the word disorder because it's a human being with a human brain who's adapted to some exceptional circumstances yeah. um, and I also think that in 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 life for humans you know trauma can have a big t and be very obvious and actually there's the kind of trauma with a little t that lives with us for a lifetime that's things like you know the impact something had on you as a child when somebody laughed at you you know that's a trauma because it informs how you behave later in life subconsciously it goes deep into your subconscious and until you readdress that and transform it later through doing work therapeutically somehow or if you happen upon it you know um one way or another then then that stuff is holding us back from our true potential as humans and so nlp really allows people when they're brave enough <laughs> mm -hmm. to come to alignment in their own decisions and then all they really need is the courage to act on truly aligned decisions and actually i have to say having worked with quite a lot of people across sort of two and a half years now that's actually the sticking point is the courage to listen to yourself and then act on it yeah definitely that's really the sticking point <laughs> to, to do things that we enjoy i always mm. i often say um what do we do that makes us feel free mm. and how often do we do it right so i love to go walking absolutely love to be in the woods and walking underneath the trees looking for the mushrooms on the floor that's my feeling free just not not a care in the world mm -hmm. but I, I never used to do it on a regular basis mm. at all i mean now i've started to do it every week every sunday we all go out for a walk as a family with every with a couple of friends and things like that and we've kind of mm. built it into a routine because it because i kept saying it but I wasn't doing it. So I'm telling right. people to do it, but I wasn't doing it myself. So I've started, mm, mm. started to kind of take on that bit of advice myself as well. Because like, I will advise, I'll be like, do it like this. Or like, feel like, don't think about that. Think about this. And then I'll be sat there going, hmm. But Hang on, I, yeah. Yeah, and, and I also say that to them, it, it's normal to have good days and bad days. And I think that's it. I am in a really good place with my mental health because of all the work that I've done, because of all the things that I've learned. But I still have bad days. Mm -hmm. still have really good days 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's important for people to know that, like you said, when you leave somebody, it is going to be a horrible time. It's a massive life-changing decision. It's not mm-hmm. going to be nice. You are going to struggle for that first. And it is, it's just getting past that. And then what do you do next? It's that next, that step. And it is that courage. Once you get all of that courage to do what makes you happy and mm-hmm. kind of do things for your, that are within your values as well. So for me, yeah. it was... For me, it was to leave the NHS because mm-hmm. I didn't agree with them giving everybody medication and numbing everything down. They weren't fixing right. it. Right. I, was, I was still working there, so I was tormented. It was like mm-hmm. really against my values. So I kind of just slowly built my days down and started my business. Mm-hmm. So Amazing. Yeah, well, that's it. It's just, it's, it can be done and it is. It's just the process of setting the goals and working mm-hmm. towards things. And I think this NLP is definitely something that I'm going to, I know a little bit about it, but I'm going to have a bit of a nosy. I'm going to keep following mm. you and see what's going on there as well. So Cool, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Um, so what's your Facebook page called as well, sorry? So my Facebook page is The Independent Single Mum. Yep, and I'm on Instagram at The Independent Single Mum. And my website is theindependentsinglemum.com. <laughs> so, nice, easy ones to remember. Exactly, yeah. I know it's pretty long, but that really appeals to me because... You know, in terms of, I, I think there's some things, some key things that are kind of coming in. And of course, I'm on the journey. You know, I'm, I'm in some ways, what I've always committed to is that I'll just be like a step or two ahead. And at that point, I'll reach back, you know, to people who are just behind on the journey. And I get emails from people, you know, who've literally just that week left their husband, or, you know, or even emails from people who are still in very toxic relationships, you know, and they're just really reaching out. And what I see really is a version of me from a few years ago who uh, I was, I just think this is quite funny. Like I was Googling JK Rowling because I wanted to know, like I thought there must be a process of getting from, you know, they always say she was like penniless and she would like nurse a coffee all day long while she wrote Harry Potter, you know, yeah. and then, and then here she is like, you know, a big, big success. And I know she's a little bit fallen from grace recently, but you know, she did, yeah, she's done amazing she do things. Yeah. How, how did she get there? And I would find this void, like no information. And I thought if I'm taking this journey and I very much plan to, I will be transparent about what it takes and how I do it, because I think it shouldn't be a reinventing the wheel thing every single time for a single mum to think, gosh, I'm so, you know, I'm poor and vulnerable and not in a great position and no prospects of, you know, relationships or good work situations. And I don't know how I'm going to get from here to even here you know? Um, and, and so I really want to show that in, in many ways, it's the work that we do within ourselves. Like we transform ourselves first and the way that we relate to the world and the world answers back with good stuff. Always. Indeed. At the right time as well. It seems that's the way it seems to be for me anyway. I'm not sure about you, but it kind of. Yeah, absolutely kind of come across so I reduced my hours at work over the years and then started my business built that up so I can cover my two-day wage I did that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I've literally just I've managed to pay myself now more than I was getting paid at the NHS for doing less work and it's like oh yeah 
Yes. Um, I said I would do that when I was studying that office that day. I didn't get a job, uh, the activities job. And I was like, right, that's it. I'm going to go and I'm going to be earning more for less hours. And I proper was like, Ugh. and that was kind of my to do with business. And, yeah. when, you know, when you look back at things. Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, like I tripled my income and reduced my working hours by approximately half. Yeah, you and know? it feels fantastic. I asked for the lockdown. I'll say right. that. Uh, in, my, in, my, in my dream board I didn't mm-hmm. specifically put I would like a lockdown please but I put on my dream board for this year in big massive letters was to spend more time at home with the children <laughs> and mm-hmm. what did I get months at <laughs> home with the kids I got exactly what I asked for so I was like mm. and then I looked back at all the rest of my dream boards and I was like mm-hmm. right I've got that I've got that I've got that I've got that what's next a house I've not had a house yet or a holiday so it's like and it is and it's kind of a process and it's like well I've done all them so perhaps Mm. that is to come and Mm -hmm. it is it's just growing building that process this is what I was saying to before when I left I kind of that's when I kind of started looking into uh, meditation and healing and shamanism Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. looking into me cycles and the moon cycles wow great and and kind of like really finding myself but it mm. took it took for me to leave that situation where I wasn't comfortable to actually realize that this is what I enjoy this is me this is what I like and mm. I was fighting I was fighting trying to get do bits of earth all the time and to try and find my escape yeah but it just wasn't enough and it just wasn't there and it's just having that courage to know that it's going to be hard at first mm. but there's ways around it once you get past that hard step and you kind of take those steps there's there's a whole world out there and you're not just walking mm. in the corridor you, it opens your eyes up and it's like pretty fantastic but I think the analogy with the cancer that what you saw with a lady with cancer that's a really good kind of thing to kind of say to yourself like I've used it if, since if I was in that situation mm. would I want to kind of still live like this and thankfully mm. at the minute I can say yes yeah uh, and it is and it's and it's taken me a lot of work to get to that point where I can say yes and I wouldn't mm-hmm. put myself in a situation where I would say no well that's it that's it yeah. and it makes you brave and a little bit scary to people who are um very wedded to convention and to the shoulds and musts of life because mm-hmm. you know if you're ready to pull the plug at any time that's a scary prospect for people, you know, and I think that's something that I kind of have to feel out a little bit and, you know, sometimes realize that that the impact of that on other people, but actually, you know, I'm responsible for me and my life and other people need to be responsible for them and their lives. Yeah. Yeah. It's not up to you to kind of do things. Well, micromanage other people's. Yeah. Emotional responses and stuff. They've got their own things going on. It's when we start thinking about those things, that's when we start kind of going downhill again. So we have to. Yeah, you divorce yourself from your truth. You know, keep that. You have to keep that space and protect your energies and kind of be inside that. And yeah, there's you're allowed to have other people about, but it's kind of like don't let them dull what you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As I've kind of said, let your color shine, shine and be your color yeah i was just going to say uh because you mentioned shamanism i have an absolutely incredible friend called Rhonda mccrimmon and she's the center for shamanism so i just want to shout her out because she is sharing absolutely amazing stuff 
um, and she's got oh, all sorts of it. online resources and stuff. So go look her up. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. I'm going to go and investigate after after my recording session now. So, cool. right. I think that is perfect. Um, if that's all right with you, Claire, we'll leave it there. Um, and I'll get some links off you and some details so that we can share it with everyone. I know we've said them in the podcast at some point, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, great. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks all so right. much. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Leave us a review, subscribe, come and join the Facebook page, Positive Life Workshops Community Interest Company. Membership and the mini courses will be available soon. We also have a group, Broken Mind and Growing Confidence, as well as the Ladies Wellbeing Group. Thank you for listening to Broken Mind and Growing Confidence.